Let's go for it. Hello and welcome to episode 14 of Matthew Unmuted. So in today's episode, we are going to be covering the beginner's guide to fitness. Now on the podcast today, I have my good friend, Matthew Whitefoot, who is also in charge of MKW Fitness. How are you doing today, Matthew? Oh, very well, thank you, mate. No, thank you very much for uh, finally letting me (laughs) persuade you to come on. I'm delighted to come on. So, yeah. Well, I put a poll up on Instagram and Matthew was the first person to reply to me. And I've always wanted to have him on the podcast because he's somebody that also is a personal trainer and he knows a lot about fitness and health. So before we even dive into the Beginner's Guide to Fitness, we want to talk a little bit about how we met, you know, what it was like being in school together because we were in school together. Yeah. And let's talk a little bit about how we got into fitness or yeah. mainly how Matthew got into fitness and health. Yeah. So let's start by actually talking about how we met. So we met in school. School? Was um, it English, I believe? It was, it was higher English. And we didn't really get close until we went into, it was PE together. PE wasn't a higher PE, that's right. What's your yeah. fondest memory of that? <laughs> my fondest memory? Uh, my fondest memory um, is definitely watching you not actually in higher PE but actually I remember in higher English um, oh, no, these were it? the days of uh, Blackberries and BBS. oh of course and uh, I remember just watching you and another <laughs> another lad that you used to sit next to I know who you're talking, just, about, <laughs> you're talking about firing firing the most ridiculous <laughs> messages to people across the class Probably uh, trying to talk to girls and not doing very well. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, my my best memory was us trying to get basketball, <laughs> like so doing basketball in, oh, in yes. PE because we're I mean we're quite good at the, the, the physical side, but maybe we yeah. didn't quite grasp what was going on during those drills during basketball yeah. quite very well. Um, along with that, football. I would say we were both quite good at football. Both good at football, yeah. Good and footballers and, and runners as well. De- decent runners. Yeah. Um, so that's probably what helped you. Yeah. start to love fitness and myself too yeah uh, what was the thing that kind of ignited that spark to get into fitness so fitness for me um so I actually obviously came into the fitness industry quite late on so 27 years of age now as I'm as I'm speaking to you right here and um, most people would probably have come in a bit earlier than that I would say um but yeah just dibbled and dabbled in a few different things which didn't work out but um I've always been quite sporty to be honest with you my whole life so Played a lot of football when I was younger and um, always been keen in sports days, stuff like that in school and um, done dibbled and dabbled in running and stuff like that too. Um, and I've got quite an active family to go see too. So even when I was a wee child, I was taking on ski holidays, stuff like that. Yeah. So um, I've always kind of been in some sort of way into fitness. Into fitness. Um, so that's definitely helped my case. Um, one thing I was not sceptical about, but I wasn't really sure if I wanted to use something that I enjoyed doing as a hobby um, and also do that as kind of my career. So that was one big thing for me, which I wasn't really sure on. But actually, I've decided that actually, yeah, it is something that I would like to do because I, I really enjoy it. And when you're working, as, as I'm just about to go on and say in, in more detail, but um, yeah, you don't feel like you're working. You don't feel like you're working, um, yeah. As a personal trainer, in my personal opinion. I totally agree. It doesn't feel like you're, you know, you're clocking in for the day. It, it really doesn't. And you, you drive to work and you're looking forward to actually yeah. being, you know, because you're, you're, you're speaking to people that, genuinely have they, have they have that need to be helped and you are going to help them you're going to yeah. get them on that journey towards fitness towards exercise yeah, totally. um and you're you're almost like a, you're almost like a teacher like you're yeah. you're they're they're taking full trust in you yeah and you're helping them 100%. therapist the yeah, lot, yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> that's it's one thing is we become therapists don't we, we have yeah. to really help them and 100%. just always reassure the client yeah 
Uh, now, what was it for you that actually made you want to go into personal training? So when was it kind of that, that happened? So personal training. Um, so I'll be honest, I don't want to blow your, uh, your hat up too much. But, <laughs> but it's probably yourself, to be honest with you. Obviously, we've been quite close friends for many years. Yeah. Um, obviously, you've been in the game a little bit longer than me. Um, so, yeah, having witnessed how you've enjoyed it um, and also how I also have been in fitness a lot of my, a lot of my life, merging those two ideas together and um, i thought why not give it a go yeah and um, so i actually enrolled on the same course that you did be it okay three or four years after you same course it. same, same course um so so yeah that's probably two of my biggest influences really that's good um, to hear just seeing how much you enjoyed it um uh, as a career um, and how much how passionate obviously you are about it yeah. um and that, that gave me a bit of a kick about right that looks something i'd like to do and then you went in and did it. Yeah, 100%. So, uh, so I decided to do that. So, Well, I feel like um, it's similar for you and, and I. Like we, we actually got a lot of self-development from being a PT. Like I was, yeah. You were maybe better with confidence in school. But yeah. we both had a bit of – we had some maybe lower confidence. We didn't quite yeah. reach our full potential. No, I would say confidence, self-confidence was definitely on the lower end of the spectrum, um, yeah. which I think is the case for a lot of people, especially that kind of age in um, school. But – yeah, hundred percent. You find the career you're passionate about, and you enjoy it. Just that that skyrockets tenfold. It just development. The more you do it, the more you become confident in your abilities. The more results you get, the more people start to like appreciate yeah. your content. You, you build up this amazing self confidence. Yeah. Now, the thing we really want to talk about today is just common mistakes that beginners make. So, what we're actually going to start on is we're going to start on the mistakes that we make when we're in the gym. So, when we were starting out, we made a lot of mistakes. Let's be serious. Oh, and my biggest mistake was bad. actually my lack of structure and my poor planning with training and nutrition. So, I'd go into the gym like every day, pretty much seven days a week, but not really have a plan. Um, along with that, I wouldn't have any kind of nutrition guidance. I'd just kind of go for it. I'd just eat whatever I wanted. And Matthew saw that a lot in college so. yes. yeah no i do uh, i remember some hilarious <laughs> meals being put together oh yeah um so any favorites you've um, got? My, first, my personal favorite was the uh, the bird's eye chicken pies getting lobbed in the oven oh, yeah. uh, with uh must have been a, at least a whole tin of baked beans mm. and then some uh, smiley faces to go with it so delicious <laughs> so full plate of foods but oh. not not <laughs> what i needed at that moment um there was basically no protein in there and no <laughs> nutritional value and uh, now matthew as well we were talking about this before we started filming the podcast and um, he had some moments where he made mistakes when he was starting out as well yes. and i want to go over the one in pure gym so yes uh, yeah just uh, just been speaking about this there uh, so yeah went in and thought i was uh, big billy big balls and <laughs> didn't know what i was doing Grabbed the barbell, threw a couple of plates on. It must have been heavy-ish. It looked heavy. Um, I, I can't I can't remember exactly what it was. Um, but anyway, so never done a deadlift before. Never even witnessed anyone try and explain it to me or anything. Went for it. All of a sudden, this sheer agony <laughs> through the spine. Um, oh, I, can, I cannot tell you anything like it. Um, rolling around in the floor. This poor man comes up to me. This younger guy comes up. He's he's asking, "Are you all right? You know, are you okay?" And I just can't even speak. I'm just like, you know, you're winded to the point where you can't even speak. So anyway, ends up having to help me down these three big flights of steps that they've got down in that pure gym um, in Glasgow. <laughs> and uh, yeah, well, that was uh, not a good experience. So yeah, form form is everything. Form right? So don't get nutrition wrong. Don't go for the meal that I was just explaining to people, and don't. 
get your form wrong. Okay, that's two things to stay, take from the podcast straight away. Me and Matthew made those yeah. mistakes all the time. Now, we're going to start on, this is the one that I feel uh, most people make mistakes with, and it's the one I feel most passionately about. We're going to talk about people doing everything at once and also trying to get quick results, so those quick fixes. Yeah. So do you find your clients, they want to just get results in a month or even a week? They want to have it all fast and have it all at once? Yeah. Do you find that in your B team? Yeah, so I would say more so in terms of online um, clients. Kind of clients, I would say. Um, definitely, I've kind of experienced that more. Um, I kind of, from experience, have gauged it's kind of between the three to four week kind of mark where folk, um, if they're kind of not really seeing drastic changes by that point, um, motivation can definitely take quite just a steep um, a steep downward turn. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's a case of just persevering um, pushing on through, keep doing as you've been doing, because it's not a you know it's not a linear path that will Never. fluctuate up and down. Um, I think you put up a post about that, and you put up a post about yeah. progress. And I really like that one because people yeah. need to see that there will be bad moments, oh, good totally. moments. It's 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 all yeah. over the place, and it's consistency. It's showing up every week that makes the big difference. Yeah, kind of done the days when you don't fancy doing it as well. Exactly. Yeah. So the the best bit of advice we can give for that one, and the main solution is to find a plan that you enjoy. It's tailored to you yeah. and you can actually sustain it. Yeah. If you do that, you'll have much more success and you will not need those quick fixes because no. they will not get you anywhere. No, exactly. What's your worst quick fix? What's what's the thing that you would hate? Like would it be like the, the low calorie diet? Would it be we're not gonna name too many we don't wanna like <laughs> start <laughs> start name dropping everything under the sun. But what is it that annoys you the most? Like what would it be? Yeah, to be honest, when when folk take their calories way, way to to the other to the other extreme um, and start giving themselves, you know, seven, 800 calories a day uh, kind of thing, which is not healthy. Um, obviously you are creating a drastic calorie deficit with that, but you know, over the long term, um, the second you start eating regularly again, um, that weight's all just gonna go back it's on. It's gonna pile back on. And so, it's, it's also gonna lead to a lot, a lot of frustration, a lot yeah. of bad mood swings, and you're gonna just want to go in and eat a like a, just bo- a box of cookies, aren't you? You just want yeah. to get it so hungry. Totally. Now, we're going to move on to the next one. I'm going to give a quote first. So in terms of progress, um, you, you, you have to have slow progress. So yeah. never grasping the fact that slow progress is progress. So if you just even say you're in the gym and you add 1.25 to the, the bench press or the deadlift, yeah. you're making progress. It's steady, it's slow, you're making progress. It's those people that say they go in, they don't get a PB, they get frustrated, and they give up. That's that's where the issues start to happen. Yeah. Um. So that's number one. And number two, and we both agreed on this one really strongly, is people overcomplicate things, and there's also a lot of confusion. So yeah. no, what, what no. would you say about that one, Matthew? Totally. I think people just try and take on too many things all at once. You know, there's all these supplements out there, different protein powders. You know, different pills you can take. Yep. Um. You know, amino acids. People are getting. You know, they're they're so caught up in everything that's out there. Totally. They think they need to be doing everything under the sun to get to a certain point. Um. So you know, just make sure you're getting in the gym three to four times a week. You know, consistently. And um, once you're able to do that, then you can maybe start looking at your nutrition more strictly. More. Um, get your nutrition, making sure obviously you're getting making healthier choices, um, getting some good quality foods in you, and Definitely. making sure you're training three to four times. Basically, just doing things well one at a time. You don't have to do everything yeah, at once. Totally, keep it simple. Um, one of the things I often do with clients, and you might do this as well, is on their first week, I just I just want to look at their nutrition first before I even start giving them these workouts. I want to say to them, right, 
Yeah. You know, if your goal is weight loss, we need to look at your food first, you totally. know, yeah. and then we can, we can start slowly adding things in as we go along. Yeah. Now the biggest one, and this is the key point I want to get from this one is influencers will often just spread lies. So yes. you'll see it. Like you'll see like, if you want to do, if you want to get weight loss, you have to do hit training yes. to, to lose weight. Well, if you like hit training, sure. But if you don't, yeah. don't do it, you know? So what for you annoys you most about influencers nowadays? Because I yeah, know I've got a lot. It's, I know. I, should, I mean, I, to be honest with you, I, I, in general, I mean, I know a lot of people struggle to do this, but I try to just block them all out, block them all out. Um, and just try not to pay attention to what a, a lot of the rubbish. I feel like a lot of it is kind of common sense as well. Um, you just kind of have to watch, but yeah, I mean, all, all this, I mean, oh, you know, you do cardio for X amount of days a month. Um, and take this pill and then you'll be uh, you'll have a six pack abs and (laughs) yeah you'll be you'll be on your way so yeah no it's there's a lot of rubbish out there isn't there there is and we've got a lot of people we could name yeah we won't no we're talking like the big names we're not big big names yeah we won't name them here no no one local no if you want to find out message mkw fitness or message (laughs) matthew douglas personal training we'll tell you an exclusive um now another one you will often hear is that there's tons of different approaches to weight loss let's be serious when people come to you, they often want to lose weight. That's yeah. probably 90% of people are. Yeah. Maybe sometimes higher want yeah. to lose weight. So when they come to you and you tell them you've got to go into a calorie deficit to do that, they're often like, but what if I do this? And what if I take this? And what if I, they overcomplicate it. Yeah. And the truth of it is for everyone listening to this, just remember it's a calorie deficit and there's nothing else to consider. Like that is yeah. how you lose weight. You yeah. obviously need to watch your food intake and be more yeah. aware of nutrition, but that's how you lose weight. So the next one I want to move on to now, this one here for me is another big one, um, not looking at nutrition and not looking at your lifestyle. So not looking at what's going on outside your workout plan. Yeah. So for you, would you say that nutrition is the hardest thing or lifestyle, like sleep and all those things is hard for you with yeah. clients? Yes, no, definitely. It's, um, it's one of the biggest things that people struggle with, 100%, especially people who work, um, you know, crazy hours in their work, um, long, long hours. Um, especially as well clients who have young families and um, young children um, you know you will struggle to get the sleep in so sleep's obviously a massive part of just everything to be honest with you definitely just general well-being you know regardless of you know your training and um, everything so yeah no it's so important you're, you're getting a good night's sleep and um, there's obviously ways that you can try and increase this yeah um, but yeah, I mean, naturally, the more you're moving, the more we're exercising, the more hopefully we'll be able to fall asleep quicker and easier. Definitely. Um, we'll also feel better, better too. You know, it's, we feel always better, talk, yeah. we always talk about this, but feeling better is more important than looking better yeah. because usually when you're feeling a lot better on yourself, you will start to look better anyway. Yeah. So that's why when I'm telling clients about progress pictures, if they, if they want to do that and they're passionate about taking pictures, yeah. I don't want them to obsess about the bad, the bad stuff. No. Like say they're not happy with their body at the start gradually they will start feeling better about themselves and those pictures at the start won't matter to them they won't even care yeah. and they'll be happy with no matter what the picture shows they'll be yeah. feeling good in themselves how they feel themselves um, now proper nutrition is the difference between feeling exhausted and getting the most out of a workout that's a quote i've always told my clients if they go into the gym with really poor nutrition they're not changing anything with that and they expect to feel good in their workouts it's just not going to happen no so the key point I want to get at this part of nutrition is just make sure that is a big part of your training plan. Yeah. You get that right and you will get better results. Else um, yeah. Protein as well. We could talk about that for about a whole podcast whole on its own. But yeah, you, hours. just making sure the quality of your food is better and picking up on things like are you maybe uh, fitting around your workouts with your your, your actual work hours yeah. and the way your, your actual family life is running as well. 
and you will get better results. Totally. So we're going to number four here, yeah. and these are actually two of Matthew's choices. So yeah. next one I want to talk about is actually people fail to actually track the results and then get structure. So you made a really good point about this, and I want to actually bring this up in the podcast. Mm -hmm. So we talked a little bit about having a personal trainer. And yeah. one of the first things we talked about is, and this is the point you made, and I really liked it, is often when people get a PT, they think it's just this extra expense that like when they start to lose money or they start to, they don't, they can't afford things, they'll yeah. drop that straight away. Straight away. But yeah. I want you to just elaborate on yeah. why it's good to have a PT. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I, the point I was trying to make was, yeah, totally. Like people, you know, you think, right, okay, well, money's a bit tighter this month. First thing I'm going to get rid of is my personal trainer. Um, whereas I get thrown in the bin. <laughs> yeah, it's straight away thrown in the bin, unfortunately for us. Um, but actually, you could flip on his head and say, well, actually, being, having a personal trainer is probably one of the last things you want to get rid of because, um, you know, it's your mental health that, that, that that's aided with, um, your physical health. Um, you know, it's essentially you're having a life coach with you too. Totally. Um, and it's all about your lifestyle. Um, you know, it's having someone there to keep you accountable, to, you know, just guide you in the direction you go. As soon as you get rid of that, that's all gone. It's all gone. You're, you're, you know, you, you're on, you're on a, a no man's land path. To, you're on your own. <laughs> you're on your own. So, yeah. And, and that this is even true for personal trainers. So PTs often feel like when they're on their own, they're not all themselves. They've also got yeah. clients to deal with. Totally. We feel sometimes, we were talking about this, our training can be a bit all over the place. Yes. And we struggle to feel motivated and we struggle to actually keep on top of things. But we, we know that we're obviously, we've been educated in a way that we know that bad days are okay and we can yeah. get back on track. But I've found that over the years, having someone to train with can yeah. make a big difference. So just even having that support system. Yeah. Uh, wow. So if you don't want to get a PT, why don't you pick up a training a partner, partner? You know, yeah. someone you can go to the gym with, keeps you accountable. Um, what we're trying to say there is having a way to actually track your results can be yes. so beneficial. Yeah. Uh, and if you are someone who likes to go solo, some, yeah. some people do, yeah. why don't you just track your results in a way like yeah. that can keep you on? Totally. Keep even having a little training diary that you take in with you, uh, a wee pen, you know, some people even, you know, self-conscious enough to go to the gym and be like, oh, I don't want to be seen writing in a little jotter, but, you know, who cares? Go and do it. You, yeah. you need to track your results somehow um, and uh, that's just only going to help you. So why, why wouldn't you? Why and wouldn't you? Another one is we talked about online PT is if you're maybe not confident yet to get a one-to-one -one coach, well, so my, my opinion is that would be, I think it's really important to just go for it and try it. But if you don't want to, you can try an online coach. You could even try and do um, an approach where you're just going to classes first, maybe in the background, just yeah. getting used to moving your body. And then before you know it, you've got more structure. You're going yeah. a certain amount of times a week and things start to flow better for you. Totally. Um, but that was a really good point that Matthew made about having a PT. And, you know, he, he actually said this, like PT is a luxury and not an essential thing. Like, yeah. It's like, no, that was what you kind of or, said or, or, was a misconception. Yeah, yeah, a misconception, yeah. People often think that with PT, when you're doing it, it's like this, like... Yeah, it's you, must, you must be on 100K a year and, you <laughs> yeah. know, you're coming for five sessions a week and, you know, uh, paying, you know, X amount per session. So, yeah, no. But it's about bettering yourself and making you the best version of, of yourself. Totally. Um, it's, it's not something you should just look at as an expensive thing. It's something you should look at that's going to better your life and make you happier. Yeah. And now the next one, this is one that we've actually as well seen a lot on, say, TikTok, Facebook, yeah. Instagram. The endless cardio is the right answer and no weights. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So some a lot of my clients, um, I mean, a lot of them, um, I will say, majority probably female um, yeah. who say this and um, it seems to be a common theme 
um, you know, you'll go in and just hop on a cross trainer in the gym or you'll hop on a treadmill, um, which is fine. Um, and then, you know, you might go in for a, for a class of some sort or a couple of classes, which is also fine. Yeah. Um, but cardio is, you, yeah, you're right. It's not, it's not the only way. It's not the only um, way. It is a good way. But, um, you know, if you hate cardio, there are other options, obviously, out there for you. So why wouldn't you exactly. want to try and uh, exploit that? So It's also, we talked about this as well, is people often say that running or, you know, cycling, it's like, well, that's my only way of doing it. And yeah. they keep doing it until they're miserable. Yeah. When there's tons of other approaches they could take yeah, yeah. with cardio. So if you like doing cardio, want well, to fit into your routine. If you hate doing weights, okay, fair enough. Yeah. You can leave that aside. But if you feel like you're passionate about weights and you're like, well, I'm just going to do cardio all the time, yeah. it's not a good approach. No. Uh, like we said at the start of the podcast, it's the one that works for you that makes the biggest difference. So don't feel like you have to be on a treadmill for an hour to lose weight. If no. anything, it's going to make you hungry. You're going to go yeah. home and you're going to eat a lot of food. Um, and then you're not going to want to go back and use a treadmill ever again or yeah. anything in the gym ever again. And again, you put up, I remember you put up a really good post about structure workouts. And yes. if you're, obviously if your main goal is, is to get stronger, yeah. why is car, endless cardio at the start? Like why is that the start of your workout and then weights at the end? Well, exactly. You know, reverse it. Yeah. If your main goal is cardiovascular endurance, that's at the start, weights is after. Just yeah. Whatever is 100%. in your plan, yeah, um, and that will be a big, big thing for all people trying to get fair and healthier. So the last thing we wanted to do in this podcast, and we both wrote these down together, is we wanted to actually talk about some of the most kind of common myths in the fitness industry. Yes. Um. So anyone that's listening to this, just write these down. Make sure you keep a note on them because these are all like total rubbish. I would say a swear or something, but <laughs> I probably shouldn't. So these are just complete nonsense. Uh, so the first one, and this is the biggest one, and we're, we've been talking about a little bit about nutrition today. So yeah. you don't need a calorie deficit to lose weight. Oh, well, yes, you do. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're listening to this and you're trying to lose weight, then you need to form some kind of calorie deficit. Find your calorie maintenance, find a deficit, and I, I promise you things will happen. Yeah. Um, now, this is the biggest problem, I think, is Google. When you type in Google yeah. how to lose weight, calorie deficit doesn't come, doesn't come up. No. Um, I don't know if you've ever done that, but if you type it in, it doesn't yeah. come up on Google. No, exactly. Uh, along with that, a lot of influencers are still not telling people that calorie deficit is how they have lost body fat. They'll be like, right, okay, well, I actually did this and I did this workout. Yeah. And that's how it worked. Yeah. You often hear it like, do this exercise do this, and you'll do burn this fat. And, workout <laughs> and you'll have a six pack in two weeks' time. But that is one of the biggest myths. And if you're going to take anything from this podcast, make sure that one's written down. The second one, we both agree on this one as well, yeah. is a hit is the most effective way to lose weight. So yeah. we love hit training. We enjoy it. Yeah. We, we do it, but it's not the most effective way to lose weight. Like no. we said, calorie deficit. Well, no, exactly. exactly. <laughs> you, you, you know, you're not just going to blitz on a cross trainer for, you know, half an hour as hard as you can <laughs> um, or equally go to just body attack classes, uh, you know, in a gym somewhere. So, yeah, no, you need to have a bit of a mixture, to be honest with you. I mean, obviously, it depends on your fitness goals that you want to work towards, but um yeah no hit is uh it's not it's not the only way to lose it's weight. Way. It's calorie deficit um and yeah honestly you want to lose a bit of weight try and create a bit of a calorie deficit try moving a little more more go for a walk you know a nice long walk um and and you'll just notice how you will start to lose weight and then obviously when you feel more confident you can maybe think about things like hit and weight training yeah uh, it doesn't all have to be like we've said at once no another one and this is again passionate scales yeah. so scares scales are the only way that you can actually track your weight loss so do you want to elaborate on that yeah. one there no yeah so i've had this with a, a few clients in the past as well so um yeah people can get quite stuck up on the number on the scale um it is it's a it's a way of 
uh, of measuring um, progress as a metric, definitely. Yep, definitely. Um, it is a way of, of measuring that, but it's definitely not the most important way. Um, obviously, your weight will fluctuate up and down. Um, so, But actually, you can actually obviously lose body fat without actually you know losing muscle and obviously muscle weighs weighs more than body fat so that number will stay the same but actually you kind of lost fat but your weight will stay the same so, so it's, it's it's hard to it's hard to tell clients that because yeah. they don't you can't it's hard to comprehend in a way but yeah i mean yeah, t- taking your measurements for example is a far and progress pictures you yeah. know people cringe at the thought of it a lot of the time, but actually, you know, it's such a fantastic way of gauging progress and seeing it is, you know, how you're, you're, you're moving down the line. It really is. And it's also a really good way to build confidence. You know, yeah. I, I feel like looking at your body more can actually make you feel more comfortable doing comfortable it. Doing it if you just, if you really avoid mirrors and avoid taking pictures, you will eventually be scared to do it. Yeah. It'll create this horrible feeling when you do go and look at yourself. Um, so yeah, basically don't feel like skills are the only way to lose weight. No. Concentrate how you feel, concentrate on measurements, yeah. and then pictures yeah. like like Matthew said. Uh, and our one, this is one for me because I really like chocolate. Yeah. Uh, chocolate makes you fat and you can't eat it. Uh, you can eat chocolate if you fit into your calories. And if you enjoy a bar of chocolate at night, then you're okay to have it. Just yeah. in moderation. Not bad, you're not a bad person. <laughs> not a bad person. Myself and Matthew, we enjoy food. We we want to enjoy Absolutely. food. So we don't cut the ones out that we like. No. Uh, so if you're listening to this, you can eat chocolate. Yeah. Okay. Have that cho- have that chocolate bar. Maybe <laughs> maybe you go for a half mile walk the next day. No, yeah. Just don't do that. <laughs> just just don't don't like cut the foods that you enjoy. It's no. all about balance. It's all about all balance. About balance. Um, and our one is <laughs> again, this is similar. You can't have foods you like in your diet again. So. If you enjoy a certain type of food, then it should be in your diet in a way that you can fit into your calories. Yeah. Um, very simple, very easy one. Um, another one is one bad meal will make you gain weight. But we both agree on this. Now, yeah. how many calories, Matthew, does it take? So it's, it's like three, three and a half thousand mm-hmm. calories equates to so a, pound, a pound of body weight, uh, yeah. sorry, body fat. Yes. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's, an, that's a, a lot of food. Um, it is a lot of food. So, yeah, you, I mean, you, you know, it's pretty good going if you're consistently, you know, <laughs> eating that amount of calories yeah. a day so yeah i mean even toning that back by you know 500 even to a thousand even by a thousand yeah. sorry to two and a half thousand um you know what a difference you, you you'll see in terms of not actually piling on that way on, on. Exactly. And, and it usually happens very like a very very steady thing steady, so like, yeah. you might be in a slow calorie surplus every day and it builds up to that 3,500 yeah. and, and then you you gain a pound of fat now before we actually finish the podcast we want to name some influencers that are really going to have an impact on you totally. and i feel like again if you're going to take stuff from this podcast make sure you check these people out they will really give you good information and they might help you actually get set for january in a better way yeah. so the first one i want to mention is james smith okay yeah. i've listened to him a lot he does yeah. great podcasts he actually did a lot of um, podcasts recently with guests on too who yeah. even 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 more good yeah. information out there and um, so i would always recommend checking james smith out he's really 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 good brilliant anyone that yeah. you think of um, um so well um we've got mark yeah. ripito from starting strength and um, very well known within the fitness industry been in it a long long time um if you're a little bit unsure of just basic form and technique and you're not really looking to get a coach or a personal trainer at the moment um i'd recommend just kind of looking up starting strength on youtube sorry strength. he's uh yeah he's got some brilliant material um just give him a wee look up and he'll be able to yeah point you in the right direction so he's good for form good for form, technique, technique like um with all your kind of basic barbell movements so 
hundred percent. And then from that, that, that could cover the mistakes we've just talked about. Um, is is form and obviously Matthew's deadlift. At the I, start. I, I, wish, I wish I'd done that um, before attempting my first deadlift. And then the thing about James Smith is they're very they're very different in the ways that like James Smith talks about just that kind of those common mistakes that people make. Like he'll talk about the calorie deficit all the time, yeah. and he'll talk about food and how you can enjoy food. Yeah. So they're both really good. The next one is actually Ben Carpenter. Now he's actually really good friends with James Smith. Uh, he talks. He just start basically. He acknowledges all the rubbish stuff that come out of the fitness industry and then he just yeah. turns into a positive he talks about what you can do to get better and more sustainable results and then greg duchette he is a bit a bit hard to understand he speaks so loudly and yeah. he's got a bit of an accent Quite an intense character, <laughs> but he's amazing he, he'll give out some fantastic information and he'll make you feel at ease because he'll tell you that again like we've told you here you can enjoy your pro program you don't have to be miserable no. when you're doing it um but yeah hopefully everyone who's listened to this podcast can understand that fitness and health doesn't have to be miserable and uh, myself and matthew have been doing this for a while now we're both very passionate about giving out proper information yeah and if you want to check out Matthew's page, it's MKW Fitness. Um, That's right. So you're mainly on Instagram. Mainly on Instagram um, and Facebook too. Um, but yeah, at the moment, so we'll see. And then obviously he's got a website. So if you go on to uh, Google, you can actually find yes. your website. Oh, yes. Um, so mkwfitness.co.uk okay. and just into Google um, yeah. and you'll see me there. So. And, and what, uh, you know, what we'll both spread is we'll spread true information that should help you get a bit more of an honest opinion on fitness health yeah nutrition yeah just enjoy the fitness journey that you're you know you're going to be going on so i want everyone listening to this to listen to it on the first of january it's a good time you know new year new me is what they all say <laughs> but realistically start your goals now it's like don't that. don't leave them till new year so if you're going to listen to this and you want to start at the first okay but it's all right to just start before that get yeah. on it as soon as you can get on it um get ahead of the race get ahead of the race enjoy your christmas obviously don't go crazy at christmas but yeah. start when you feel ready and uh, listen to some of these points and hopefully it will help you uh, reach your reach your end goal exactly. uh, right matthew pleasure having you on um, oh, thank you for having me on it's um, been, uh... really good having you on and thank you for giving out some good information there uh so yeah Hope you all enjoyed it, guys, um, and say goodbye, Matthew. Yeah, thank you very much, guys. <laughs> Cheers. Hope you enjoyed it. Yeah, thanks, guys. Thanks. Cheers.